Today's podcast is sponsored by Wonderful Pistachios, where delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts out there, and each one-ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. It is no secret how much I love pistachios. I love pistachios. It is part of my identity, and honestly, there are so many fantastic flavors. My personal favorite is the wonderful pistachios no salt. It has a little blue emblem on it for the bag. So delicious. I know others love the roasted and salted, even lightly salted. There's a sweet chili that's good, a salt and pepper. There are so many options, and you can have them in the shell or no shell. Cracking each pistachio open one at a time? Yes, wonderful pistachios is the only exception I make for playing with my food. It is fun and protein all in one bite. Go ahead and visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more or pick up a bag at your local store. Let's get to cracking and let's get to snacking. Welcome to the Fun and Gains Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Lupton, and let the gains begin. What's up, you guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Fun and Gains podcast. Happy Wednesday. I am so happy and excited to be here with you. I am stoked to dive into today's episode. I'm going to be talking about five fitness trends that need to die with the year 2021, okay? We are not bringing these five things into the year of 2022. If you are listening to this podcast, you will become educated about a lot of the BS and fitness myths that are out there in the industry. That is what I'm talking and tackling today, so stay tuned for that. And forewarning, I might get a little bit spicy in this episode because I am so passionate about about making sure people are not falling for all of the just false promises, the fakeness, and just these marketing strategies that companies use to try to pry off of us. So we're going to talk about those five fitness trends that definitely need to stay in 2021. We are not bringing them into the new year with us. And then I'm going to be talking about five things I'm bringing with me to the new year. So what am I looking forward to in 2022? What are some things that I am really trying to kind of have as some goals? What is going to happen in this new year? So we're going to be diving into all of that on this episode, which I'm extremely excited about. And with that being said, I will hop into a quick little weekly recap. Again, I don't feel like much is ever happening in my life. I need to start jotting down like little things to talk about in this section. But I guess the main thing I would say is I've been a little bit tired this week because of traveling. I feel like anytime you kind of are off your routine or you're traveling, it is kind of hard to get back to where you were in that routine. I don't know what it is about traveling. I've just been a little bit extra tired. So I've needed to bring in a little bit more patience with myself. Darian has just just completed his second semester in grad school, so he is currently on a break, and we've been kind of waiting to do a bunch of the holiday and festive things because we've both just been so busy, and I just visited my friend for a wedding, and he's just been busy with finals, so now we can kind of enjoy that, and we've been planning some really fun activities to do this season. If you have any recommendations, I would love to hear kind of some traditions you guys do. We're really trying to make this year special, especially with Vinny. I feel like he finds Finally, he's going to be able to enjoy Christmas this year and he's getting really excited. So we have a lot to look forward to and just feeling really grateful right now. But getting into this episode, let's start off with five things that need to be left in 2021. (music) 
I'll be honest, a huge push for me to even like continue to do what I'm doing is to be able to help people distinguish between like all these false advertisements and false promises and just like fakeness that the media and social media can give to people. I feel so bad anytime somebody's in my DMs and they're like saying they're doing one of these things and I'm like, oh my gosh, like bless your heart. Like I love that I have a platform so I can give a little bit of education. Of course, I'm always trying to educate myself. I'm not like saying I know it all or anything by any means. I'm trying my best to be able to just provide the information and education that I've learned and I'm trying to continue to learn so that you guys know a little bit more too and just so we can cut this out and you can actually live a happy, healthy life and not make these mistakes and fall for all of these fake things that are just out. So the very first trend that I would say that needs to die in 2021, and I've talked about this on my Instagram a little bit, is quick fixes. I could truly talk about this forever. And here's the thing. I get it. As soon as you see somebody on TikTok or Instagram post and you're like, oh my gosh, I want that body. Or you may even go into a negative spiral of why don't I have that? Why don't I look like that? And some people, I even read comments on TikTok how toxic it is. Girls saying, okay, I'm not eating for the rest of the day. I'm never eating again, like ice for dinner, lunch for the rest of my life. And it's almost this sense of like punishment for not looking like somebody else. First of all, let me break this down. The person could have had work done, which is fine. I'm never shaming if people want to get work done, but I have seen so many BBLs on TikTok and that is Brazilian butt lifts, okay? They are very easy to look like you haven't had work done, but you have, okay? And the second thing is it could be edited. If it's a photo, you just, you never know. Maybe the person is crazy disciplined. Maybe they have been doing this for years. Maybe it is genetics. Like, The thing is, though, that we don't know, we should not compare our bodies to what we see online ever, ever. It's just not healthy and comparison is the thief of joy. And I think a quote that always gives me the biggest peace of mind is even if we ate and trained all the same, we would still look different. And that's okay. I guess that's not really a quote. That's just like a fact. (laughs) But this is not like me giving excuses. Oh, you can't do anything or oh, you can't look a certain way. It is possible. It's 100% possible if you put in the work and work really hard for your goals. I mean, that's what I do day in and day out to get results. But it's just like as soon as you see somebody looking a certain way, I know that it triggers this immediate response in a lot of women that they need to look like that right now. And it's like, if I don't look like that right now, what's wrong with me? And then that fuels this mindset of the quick fix. And that is what needs to change. We need to change that mindset and have a mindset shift from thinking, I want results right now, to I want to start right now. Just change those words, result to start. That way, you're reminded that you have that spark, you have that interest, which is a good thing. It's a good thing to want to change if you want to change your lifestyle. And maybe those feelings of judgment and comparison come from that voice inside of you that's saying, you know what? You've actually always wanted to do something like this. You have always wanted to start and you've always wanted to see results, but you're too scared or you chicken out or you self-sabotage, whatever it is, and you play into your fear. So use that fuel, use that motivation to get you started or just keep going. Maybe you're already on that road and you're like, man, you know, it's been six months, it's been eight months and I'm still trying to see my results. Keep going. Like just for reference, I started back in 2018 
Okay, it has been years for me on this journey. And before that, I was still trying to live kind of an active lifestyle. I wasn't intentional about anything, but I still came from a somewhat decent place. So please remember that this takes time and that's okay. And you know what? It's hard. It's hard and I get it because everything's marketed as a quick fix right now. And it's so hard and frustrating and irritating for me to see that when I'm like, dude, make it a lifestyle. Make this a lifestyle style change where you're living your life a different way. Again, because if you're living your life, let's say right now, and you're unhappy with it, why would you just change something for four weeks or 30 days or however long and then go back to the way you were living? If you weren't happy with the way things were before, you have to completely change things and keep it at that change. Why would you ever go back? And that's what these like 30-day things are all about. And it's so frustrating because it's it's not a quick fix. You're in it for the long haul and it's a part of your life. Like your body is for life. I say that all the time because it's so true. We all only have one body and we've got to take care of it. So I know that it's hard when we see these things immediately. We're like, oh, I want to look like that right now because that girl looks like that right now. And a lot of times our feeds are just bombarded with all of these amazing looking people. And we're like, oh man, why am I not there? Or we're comparing whatever it is. And we need to just take a step back focus on our journey. And remember, it really does take time and focus on creating sustainable habits that are going to push you on through life. You know, it takes a lot of time to gradually make your eating habits better, to find a workout routine that works for you, to find those things that you truly love and that bring you joy that you can make a habit of. So those days that you're not motivated, you're remaining disciplined and following in those habits that you've set. So on those hard days, you're keeping at it. And, and honestly, that is how you're going to get results and maintain them for a long period of time because it's actually sustainable and it's actually realistic. That's what I do. I mean, you guys have seen my journey since 2018 when I literally started the first day I posted on Instagram till now. Everything has been documented. That is years of all of my work, all of my tips, all of my advice. Everything has been laid out for you of how to do it and how you can actually change your life and that it is truly based on making sustainable habits, not quick fixes, period. All right, the second trend is health trends that are not healthy. Now, this is gonna be like a long list of kind of those things that people claim to work, but they just don't. And it's sad because it is marketed to women and marketed based off of our insecurities of, oh, we wanna be lean or we wanna have this weight loss journey, whatever it is, that's what these are marketed toward. And it's just not fair because at the end of the day, and I'll get into this later, like you've got to do the work to get the results. And this is just pointing it at something else for just somebody to get money. It's just a waste of time, waste of money, waste of energy. And then when it's not working, you are left to feel like a loser and that you aren't good enough because you're trying all of these things and nothing's working. Well, I'll tell you, these will not work. These will not give you results and they need to die with 2021. I feel like enough people are talking about them and bringing these to light, but it's so hard again because they're marketed to women and they feed off of women's fear and insecurity and our want and desire to look a certain way. It's just, it's tough. So we've got to cut through it. And the first one I'm gonna talk about are like juice cleanses, okay? Oh gosh, you guys. So if you followed me on YouTube (laughs) back in 2018, seriously, when I started this, some company sent me juices 
And I was like, Darian, this will be funny. Why don't we try this? You know, why don't we just see what happens? After the second juice, okay, I was so sick, I passed out. Darian almost had to call an ambulance. I was shaking. I was, you know, having bodily functions off of both ends, if you know what I mean. I was severely dehydrated and ill. I seriously almost had to be hospitalized. That is what happened. And juice cleanses, okay, it is not, no. I just, I'm trying to say, I'm trying to figure out how to say this the best way possible. I feel like a lot of companies are out there, again, just to kind of make money and to play off of people's insecurities. All a juice cleanse does and detox tea is they make you go to the bathroom so much that you lose a lot of water weight. So some people might lose a pound or two or maybe even three. Who freaking cares, okay? Because you are so severely dehydrated and you literally have not eaten food. You've only drank in these ridiculous juices, which is extremely low calorie as well for these two to three days or however long this is, one day. It's just ridiculous. And I hate, I just hate it. I will say it. I really hate it. I feel bad because this company reached out to me and asked me to even like take the video down. They're like, oh my gosh, are you okay? Like, we're so sorry to see this. And I was like, this is what happens. Like, I'm so sorry that you're in this business, but you didn't make a right choice because I do not believe in them. I do not. And I have not. And I stand by that. Same with detox teas. Like, this is not it. it, I just, oh, where's the science and health and fitness? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it just makes me want to scream and peel my eyes out because people will listen to these ridiculous just marketing strategies of men who want to make money and are selling these things off fear tactics for women and they ignore science where detox teas juice cleanses no science waste trainers absolutely ridiculous or people trying to do these drastic diets with no scientific evidence like it speaks for itself like our bodies are science that is why people go to school and become educated on how the body works, on how all of the little tiny ingredients and nutrients that we eat fuels our tiny cells. Sorry, you guys, I could tell I was getting a little bit heated and I need to kind of take a step back. It's very frustrating to just see this in the space where I don't feel like science is talked enough about when it comes to health and fitness and people are just misled And it really, really upsets me because I see the effects it has on people's mental health and physical health. So anyways, all of these health trends that are not healthy, I want to touch on one more. And I really, I need to preface this. Do not get this twisted, okay? I understand some people cannot eat gluten. My best friend has celiac disease. I know there are plenty of autoimmune diseases, allergies, etc. Okay, but going gluten free for no reason other than your favorite influencer is or whatever. I feel like this was a trend like I even kind of fell for this one. I've never fell for any of these, but the gluten trend, it was 2019. Okay. And if you followed me back then, again, you will remember this. I thought I had like something going on with my digestion and like the whole gluten-free thing was like, I don't know, it was like everywhere. Everybody's like, I'm having paleo toast and like gluten-free bread. And I'm like, okay, like, what is this? Why are all these health influencers having gluten-free when they, 
you know, don't have an autoimmune disease or are allergic or celiacs or whatever. So I was like, okay, well, they're claiming it's making them bloat and not feel well. So maybe I need to do that too. So I was like, yeah, I have digestive issues. I am going to try to not have gluten for a little bit. (laughs) You guys, I was pregnant. That's why I was having digestive issues. Okay. And I felt so stupid. And I was like, wow, I'm so glad I didn't like randomly live the rest of my life gluten-free just because it was trendy. And I feel like a lot of companies are trying to like make gluten-free look healthy and trendy just to like sell their products. And I'm like, I understand people need gluten-free items. A lot of people have allergies or egg allergies. So they, you know, they need vegan products. I get that. I am not shaming that. I am just saying I have fallen for that trend or any, you know, food group that you might feel pressured that you have to cut out of your diet because it's not quote unquote healthy. And I just, again, I just want to bring awareness and light to that. I always say all food in moderation is okay, right? Like I don't feel like I need to cut out any food. I am in that place in my life where I have cookies, I have pizza, I can eat fast food if I want. I don't have any restrictions on what I eat. I really thoroughly enjoy eating whole foods and I try to make that a bulk of what I eat because it makes me feel good. But if I have a great lunch and I want something sweet, sure, I'll have a cookie. Sure, I'll have a bowl of cereal, whatever it is. And that's okay. That's what works for me and that's what I enjoy to do. And I really just want to bring awareness if there are younger girls listening to this because I have spoken to so many. Even last episode, Jordan was talking about the waist trainer and everything. If you are young, please don't fall for these. And I just want to give you the biggest hug, okay? And it's okay if you are kind of, you've been in that position where you've been misled by some of this. It's, you know, it's time to wake up and now you know. Okay, this third one is going to be short and sweet because it is too the point, which is how I like things, okay? The trend of doing everything but exercise and focus on nutrition. This one, again, it doesn't make sense to me. If you want results, you've got to be consistent in your nutrition and in your exercise. If you have not been seeing results, get help from a professional, either a personal trainer, help you out on your way, pay for a couple of sessions. That's going to be great. If it's a good trainer, they will teach you what you need to know so then you can be confident and use those skills for the rest of your life, okay? You are enough to invest in yourself, even if it's just a little bit, okay? And for nutrition, have a little chat with a nutritionist or a dietitian. Get an idea. Try and talk to them about being educated on food, what you should be eating. And then once you learn that for yourself and through trial and error, Then you can be on your way and the rest of your, you know, 50, 60 years of life, you know what to do because you took the time now to figure that out and you are not getting distracted by the other things that society claims helps you with your health and fitness goals when really they don't. Like the diet suppressing lollipops. Like that is not the answer to weight loss. Detox teas, not the answer to reaching your goals. Your goals are going to be hard work, consistency, time and putting in the effort to your workouts and your nutrition, period. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry a bunch of different stressors. Recently, Darian and I are working through moving, him graduating, taking boards, wrapping up things here in Michigan, and our cross-country move to Florida. 
like us, I assume that you also probably have a lot of things that are going on in your life and some stressors, whether they are big or small. And oftentimes we can keep them bottled up and then it can start to affect us negatively. But therapy can be a safe place for you to get things off of your chest and try to work through whatever is weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, go ahead and give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Brit today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Brit. Skincare from the sea. You got that right. I'm introducing you to the brand Osea. If you have not heard of them yet, this company is called OSEA. It stands for Ocean, Sun, Earth, and Atmosphere. And it is an amazing skincare and body care company. This company is vegan and cruelty-free. They're climate neutral certified and ocean positive. It is a clean beauty company. It checks all of the boxes. I love these products so much. I actually gave some away to some of you for the local event so that you could try them as well. Some of the favorite ones that I use are the body oil and lotion. And then I also love the hyaluronic serum and the ID puff serum. And every time I use them, I feel so luxurious. They also have a few gift sets that are going on for Mother's Day, which is really fun. They have a glow and go facial set and then a golden glow body set. I'm definitely going to get my mom one of these. I just don't know which yet. So go ahead and treat yourself or your mom to the everyday spa experience that you deserve. Deserve. Get 10% off your first order site wide with code FUNGAINS at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head over to OseaMalibu.com and use code FUNGAINS for 10% off. There's no room for debate. All right, the fourth one is all about getting toned. Oh, yeah. I said it. All right. I am going to just educate you in case if you don't know, but you know what? This one has been talked about a lot more recently, which I really appreciate. Muscles grow and shrink. They do not tone. There is no discussion for this one either, you guys. Seriously, you can build a muscle and you can build muscle while trying to stay lean, which is what people will call like lean muscle. But that toned look is having muscle on your body with a low body fat percentage so that you can see the muscle. Like that's it. To break this down even more, like that toned look that people are always talking about, women are really trying to strive for, it's just having an increased muscle mass and having that lower body fat percentage that allows you to see the definition of the muscle that you have built. That is what toned is. But tone is muscle. And I wish that this wasn't marketed the way it is. Again, I feel like this is marketing off of women's insecurities and it's built up this huge stigma around women lifting weights that if women lift, we're gonna get bulky and unattractive and masculine, which could not be farther from the truth. There are countless benefits when it comes to strength training. And it is so important for women to have some type of strength or resistance training for so many reasons. Quickly going through, just a few to name them and then I'll get back to the whole tone and where that came from. First, there are a bunch of different ways of strength training. Like I want to kind of break that down so 
it's very clear of what I mean when I say strength training. It can be weight training. It can be resistance training, muscular training, basically like lifting weights, cable machines, that type of thing. The general definition of strength training is any physical movement in which you use your body weight or equipment like the dumbbells, resistance bands to build muscle mass, strength, and endurance. So types of this are muscular hypertrophy, which is building muscle. Muscle endurance, which is the ability to sustain exercise for a period of time. You've got circuit training, you know, strength training, which is that like maximum like powerlifting type stuff, and then like explosive power training, which is a little bit more like athletic and, you know, you're working on speed and agility, those type of things. So a lot of these benefits that come from this is not only does it make you stronger, it does help burn calories effectively. You can improve your strength, your range of motion, mobility of your muscles that helps your ligaments, your tendons, and this can all help lower your risk of injury. It can help manage your blood blood sugar levels. It helps make your bones stronger because weight-bearing exercises put a temporary stress on your bones, which then sends a message to your bones to take action and to rebuild stronger. And having strong bones reduces risk of osteoporosis, fractures, and falls, especially as we get older. So this is me putting on my preventative health hat because Darian is in the medical field. He is in the hospital seeing the aftermath, okay? A lot of these things are preventative. Lifting weights can help with preventative health care because Darian all the time sees like older people who fall or they don't have the balance, they don't have good stability. A lot of old people, like I'm not going to throw my grandpa under the bus, but you know, you see a lot of older people, they can't even like squat down into a chair or walk up and down stairs. Doing this helps with that when we get older. And I feel like we're young, right? Like we're in our early teens, <laughs> early teens, uh, no, our late teens to early 20s. Even some of you are getting into your 30s. Like we're not really thinking about when we're 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, but we kind of need to have that idea and that mindset. Again, this isn't a quick fix. This is for life. Our bodies are for life. We're trying to make this a whole new way of living so that when we get older, we're able to still move and not have pain. And just, you know, I just love having that broader perspective that this is about so much more than right now looking shredded. This is about so much more than that. And bringing it back to that toned look, a lot of this is like an innocent mistake. Like clients will say, I want to be toned. I want to, you know, be lean and toned. And that's fine because, you know, they probably don't know better. It's just the way things are marketed. You see it on the media, social media, YouTube thumbnails, TikToks of how to get toned and tone your arms and tone all of this. It's like, no, like you can't tone a muscle. Just have that education. Just think in the back of your mind, tone is associated with lean muscle. So that's building muscle, okay, while trying to keep your body fat percentage a little bit on the lower side. And the last fitness trend that needs to die with 2021 is the thought that you can spot reduce fat. You cannot spot reduce fat. Doing a million sit-ups is not going to directly give you abs. And again, I feel like this is kind of due to marketing and the way media kind of sells things so that it's clickbaity and everything and you have more eyes and you can sell more whatever people are trying to sell, you know, with the abs in 10 minute type titles and articles. So basically, 
I would say this stems from this general concept that doing specific exercises will reduce fat in those certain areas, which I actually see where this idea comes from. Like this is not kind of a crazy concept. It's simply just a lack of education. So it works for targeting the muscle and growing it, 100%. If you're doing bicep curls, 100% are you gonna be targeting and building that muscle. Where it kind of goes wrong is when the idea of, okay, I want to lose weight on my legs. I'm going to do 100 lunges every day and that will tone my legs and I will lose fat on my legs where that's not scientifically how it actually works. So to lose fat, you need to burn more calories than you eat. And this is basically a caloric deficit, right? So the body does not only draw energy from the cells in which area you're working. So like if you're working your legs, your body is not only drawing energy from your legs. It gets energy from the whole body. So that means that sit-ups aren't going to remove only your ab fat. It does work those muscles, which is important to strengthen and build them up so that when you lean out, you can see them visibly. But working out your abs or your legs, just like lunges, it's not going to just melt away your fat. And I feel like melting fat away is another just marketing and like, I don't know, clickbaity term that people use that just feeds on women's insecurities. So again, the exercise that you choose is going to target that area. It's just not going to target it to specifically lose fat. You have to overall address your diet and exercise. Sticking to your compounds is going to be a great way to help reduce fat because it will help involve more than just one body part and one muscle, and that's great. But I need you to know that we all lose fat in different places at different times. Like for me, I hold on to it in my back and then like the back of my arms. For others, the last place people will like lose fat as they're trying to lean out is their stomach. And then others, it'll be their legs. It's different for all of us and that's just how our bodies work. There's nothing wrong with it. So we need to respect our body type and stay consistent and change that mindset of just, hey, you can't actually spot reduce fat. You're going to lose fat overall as you slowly are losing fat you know, you're going to have definition in certain places before others. And our body just works it out in the way that it does. And it's going to be different for all of us. That's why some people don't have as lean of legs, but they have shredded abs. And some people have extremely shredded like an upper body, but then you don't see their abs, but then their legs are also shredded. Kind of like that. Everybody's body type's a little bit different. And we all hold on to fat in different ways. And that's just what makes all of us unique and different and special. And again, we just need to respect our body type and stay consistent. All right, so that is gonna wrap up the five fitness trends that I think need to die in 2021. I am pretty passionate about these just because I see the awful effects that this takes place on women and then trying to repair mental and physical health. So, you know, I say it all with love. If you've done any of these, please do not feel like there is any judgment from me. Like, I've even had to become educated on these. I am still trying to become educated on these and constantly learn so that I can give you guys more education and just information so that we all can be better progressively together. So please, you guys know, there, there's no judgment. I've even fallen for one of these before. It's just something that like, if you didn't know these, now you know, and I'm so happy I've been able to pass on even a little bit of education to you. So 
Now that we've gotten that out of the way, I'm going to talk quickly about five of the things that I'm going to be bringing with me to the new year. And if you're interested in kind of like a new year's resolution, like what I'm kind of planning for myself training wise, uh, let me know. I can totally talk about that on a podcast, but I'm just going to talk about some things I'm going to be bringing with me into 2021. Some of these have really been working for me previously, part of my habits that I'm just going to kind of continue and roll into the new year. And, you know, one of them would be a little bit on the newer side. So I'm excited about that. The first one is each day I want to begin with me and my mindset. This is something that I used to be really, really good at and I've kind of gotten a little bit lazier because I've been so stressed and there has been so much on my plate recently. I just like seriously forget to even give myself a little bit of time and attention in the morning because As soon as I wake up, I get so stressed and overwhelmed of all the things I need to get done in the day so that I can be present when Vinny is awake. And, you know, it it gets a little bit stressful. I'm not going to lie because I know I only have two to two and a half hours in the morning and then maybe an hour and a half during his nap, which is really hard for me to be able to cram all of my work into those few hours. And I've really been stressing and struggling about it. So it is time to make some changes and I will be doing some big adjusting that way I can kind of bring it back to myself, take a little bit of stress off of my plate and it also kind of goes into one of my other things which is health in general, of course. Of course, it's gonna be one of my big things that I'm gonna be bringing into the next year. One of the things I want to is to prioritize sleep a little bit more A lot of times, again, I will get too stressed or get too caught up on a project where I have to stay up till 10.30 or 11 p.m. and then I wake up at 5 a.m. the next day. I just like, I'm over it and I just don't wanna grind like that anymore. I still love my work and I wanna grind hard, but I gotta find some other ways where I can maybe get some help, figure out some additional resources so that I can bring it back to me, focus on me and my mindset, and also prioritize sleep a little bit more, which is something that I definitely need. And I don't know if it's because of this time of year, like I don't know if it's you too, but because it's cold and dark, I just naturally want to sleep even more. Whereas in the summer, I have no problem waking up early and I just like love it because I love waking up with the sun, but it's so hard when it's dark and cold and gloomy and I'm just like over sitting in my office at 5 a.m. by myself every day. You know, I'm just like, I need a little bit of a break. So I'm excited and interested to see what kind of new changes I'm going to be bringing into the new year. Along with health is exercise and non-exercise activities too. Again, I just want to stay consistent with my training and I'm excited to dive in and kind of assess what type of new training style I want to do or what my workout split wants to look like for the new year. And that'll be really fun to see. And I want to make sure that I'm keeping non-exercise activities up so that I just am naturally healthy. It's really easy with Finny though, because He's always making me run around and we're always playing, going to the park, just having a lot of fun together, which is awesome. And focusing on my hydration is another one that kind of goes in that health category as well as nutrition and then just staying consistent and not letting fear get to me so I can just keep on pushing and not be scared to tackle any new goal that I might have for this new year. The third one is to remind myself of what I can control and then let go of the things that are out of my control. I definitely want to 
have this be a new thing that is a big focus in my new year. And this will help with my stress, with my anxiety, if I can just really remind myself of the certain things that I have in control, be able to have that power within myself and be able to have confidence in myself that, no, you know what? I am in control. I can make these decisions. I can do what I need to. And then on the flip side, let go of things that are out of my control and stop worrying about them. Like I kind of said earlier, I've started to do this recently. It's have just a big list on my phone of where I just brain dump everything that's stressing me out. That way I can visualize. I'm a very visual person and learn and just kind of see and evaluate, okay, what's in my control? Like what can I fix? And then what can I not? And just completely let go of those things that I cannot fix. And that has been giving me a lot of peace recently. And that's something that I want to bring into the new year. And I think that would help a lot of us out, actually. The next one is to laugh more and document more. I have found myself so just in this kind of mess. Again, you guys, I just am in this place where I feel like I'm constantly busy. I cannot even breathe or have a moment to think to myself. Like I try in the morning to have at least five to 10 minutes to myself. And then at night, my skincare routine is like that five to 10 minutes to myself and then my journaling, which I'll touch on later. But that is the only time when it is just me. Other than that, I am working and just like head down, grinding it out, filming, editing, answering emails in work meetings, doing whatever I need to do, which again, I love. It brings me a lot of joy. And then as soon as Vinny wakes up, I have to switch work brain off and go be with him, which again is such a joy. Like that's what I want to do. But if you are a mom, you understand how important it is that you still need to have you time. And if you work, you still know how important it is that you need to have you time. So I have both of that where normally if I was just a mom, I wouldn't have like during his naps or early in the morning, I could have a little bit more me time. But since I plug that up with work, I don't have that. And I have been doing this for a year and a half of this waking up at 5 a.m. and, you know, seriously working 12 to 14 hours every single day. I am a little bit burnt out. I'm going to be very honest So I am really excited to change that up for the new year, okay? I want to laugh more. That's what this initially started as. I want to laugh more. I want to live a little bit more. And like, I want to travel a little bit more. I think COVID also like helped me get into this stage of, okay, we're just like staying home and working. Like, that's fine. And, you know, it just kind of like changed my mindset a little bit now where I want to go out. I want to do more. I'm ready to document more. With our family stuff, like I have a family video camera where it's like just memories with me, Darian, and Vinny, and you know, nobody's going to see it. It's not public. It's just for us. So working on those things, that is a huge focus. I want to bring it to the new year to lighten up a little bit because I can tell that the stress has kind of like broken me down a little bit, not in a bad way again, but you guys, hopefully some of you get it, right? We overwork ourselves and I'm tired as a mom, I'm tired working, and it's the holiday season, like I kind of just want a break, and I might bring that into the new year, and so yeah, that's kind of where I'm at, if I'm just being completely honest with you guys, so you know, podcast hears it all, it's just you and me, baby, (laughs) you get to know all that's going on in my life. The very last one is to continue practicing gratitude. So I do journal every single night. I have done this since I was 15 or 16. I was super depressed. I was having an extremely hard time as a teenager. Um, I was going through a lot, like a lot of deep, deep issues. 
And I found that um, if I wrote down three things every day that I was grateful for, it absolutely changed my life and my mindset because I was thinking of something else other than myself and I was trying to look for the good in every day. And that's something that I've realized and I've always carried with myself is there is something good in every day. No matter how rotten a day is, there's always three things you can be grateful for. Whether they're as simple as having a washer and dryer, running water, and a toilet. You know what I mean? Like, I'm so glad I have a toilet in my house. Like, you know, I don't know. It's kind of silly, but sometimes you think like whenever you lose water or power during a storm and you don't have those things, you're like, ooh, was I taking those for granted? Because I know I am so grateful. Like my dishwasher, thank you very much for doing the dishes for me. My laundry machine, how simple is that? But like, I don't have to wash my laundry by hand. Like, I'm so grateful for that. And just all the little things that seriously, if you actually look at your life, how much we have and how blessed we really are, I really feel like nobody can go wrong with being too grateful or having too much gratitude with them in their heart. So that's definitely something that I've loved to always do. And I will continue to do that. I actually get a new journal every year. So I'm excited to pick mine out and start filling it up. And you know what? Normally I will like go and reminisce and look back like on this day exactly what was I doing, you know, like 10 years ago, read those old journal entries. And it's really cool to see that growth that we have all had personally, mentally, and just tracking progress again, mentally, emotionally, physically, all of these things. Progress is just so much more than what you look like. I just, yeah. This is a little bit of a heavy chat today, you guys. Wow, normally we gotta have a really fun and laughable episode next week. You know what? This is what next week's podcast is gonna be, okay? It is gonna be a naughty or nice gym story edition, okay? You have got to write in your gym stories, okay? They could be good, they could be bad, they could be times you were hit on, whatever it is. Darian and I are going to read them. They will remain anonymous unless if you want me to say your name, I can make it not anonymous, but I plan to make it anonymous. I want the juicy drama gym stories. Let's have a good laugh. Let's bring it up. It is the holiday season, you guys. It is the best time of the year. We'll shed some massive holiday cheer. Oh, oh, let me see that rhyme. And uh, that's going to be fun. We'll rate them if they're naughty or nice gym stories. Oh, this is going to be so fun. So next week, email this to hello at funandgainspodcast.com. That's hello at funandgainspodcast.com. I'll put that on the Instagram just to remind you, you can DM your stories. It'll be a little bit harder to make sure we get all of those. I want to guarantee that we can get all of the stories read. DMs, things just like magically disappear sometimes. I don't know what it is. Like Instagram, you need to figure that out. Okay, please and thank you. But if you are going to DM it to the podcast, please start your message as like gym story, all caps, so we can like divide them out and I can just see where the gym stories are so we can actually read those next week. That's going to be really fun. I am looking forward to hearing from all of you guys and be able to share your gym stories. This is going to be awesome. So that's it for this episode, though, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. I love you guys so much. And you know what? I would love to hear if you have fallen for kind of a fitness myth or one of these fitness trends, 
share it. Share it with the class, okay? Nobody is immune to these. Nobody is above it. And if you have kind of some new resolutions for the new year, I would love to hear about those too. Leave those in the comments of today's post for the Instagram or DM them however you want. If you want to make them more personal or not, I'd love to hear from you. Love you guys so much as always, and I'll see you guys next time for some more fun and games. You're listening to the Fun and Games podcast with your host, Brittany Lupton. Thanks for listening to another episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast, and we'll see you all next time for some more fun and games. Bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.